Saturday, and it is Social Wellness Saturday. So we are going to jump right in to what you probably already read during the title or while viewing the title, which is Social Networks. And I don't want it to be confused with The Social Network Movie, but we are going to be talking about social networks and essentially why we would even care to be on them and how we might be able to also uh, use it to our advantage to hopefully further our social wellness. So um, the reason and or the kind of or what spurred this interest in it was uh, I watched the one of the Joe Rogan podcasts uh, recently from Jack Dorsey. He's the uh, CEO of Twitter, and he went on for a bit just, uh, you know, describing how the company started, why it came about, through what process they go through to see what features they keep, what features they take away, alternate alterations that they make for just little settings and just the overall like culture of the that platform and so it really got me thinking you know if someone like you know the ceo of a big huge social network like twitter can be going in depth with the platform in ways that aren't so technological they're more relational and more social wellness based. And I was like, shoot, like we should probably talk about that with our our social wellness Saturday, at least at some point. And uh, yeah, I I was thinking about doing some other things for today, but uh, because I just listened to this, like I think it was like two and a half hours long. Um, but you know, it was a good amount of time that I got to listen to to his heart and his passion behind the the network and and why they do things certain ways. And yeah, like I said, it just got me thinking. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to, we're just going to talk about, I mean, if anything, we can start with Twitter, um, but I'm trying to think, well, let's, let's actually start with LinkedIn because as you guys all know, LinkedIn is, it's almost like the Facebook of the business world when it comes to social networks. And there's, it's funny about social networks because you you can essentially treat it just as like an advertising tool. You can treat it as just something that you keep very, very small, like for family and really, really close friends. Or you can kind of do a little bit of both. So you can personal brand uh, or so you can you know build a personal brand or your branding of your business and treat it, you know, as far as the main page goes as your you know, humanistic, uh, if that's even a word, but the human nature side of who we are either as a personal brand or as a, a branded company. And then, you know, when you have things like stories or, uh, other types of advertising that you can do, um, well, stories are, isn't an advertising thing, but you know, that's what I've been told is you want to use your stories, you know, those quick bits of, of, you know, 15 second, 20 second bursts, of information as your advertising, you know, as your billboard. And then from there, you know, you can also pay to have, you know, advertising through the stories as an advertisement that you pay for, or, you know, on Facebook or on the, the Instagram feeds, all that stuff. And so, 
you know, as we look at something like LinkedIn and we see because it is technically the Facebook of the business world, but everyone doesn't want it to be Facebook, you know, especially for like probably the algorithms that they use and and just the way that they you know might manipulate the feeds or um, people just don't want it to be, I guess, too personal, personal enough to where it connects to the business world, but not so personal enough to where it feels like Facebook. Um, but I mean, the back end of LinkedIn is crazy because if you pay for a certain type of account, essentially you can have like pinpoint access to the employees of a tech company or, you know, the HR department of a pharmaceutical company, or, I mean, you can, it's crazy from what I've heard. And, and the fact that you can get in touch with people in such a direct way and in such a direct manner that it almost just like, it flips the script on what B2B, uh, type of sales are or B2C. And yeah, it's, uh, it's a crazy thing because at the end of the day, if, if all of us aren't gravitating towards something like that, I mean, the overall picture that, that most entrepreneurs paint for us is, you know, if you're not building a personal brand, you're basically going to be dead in the water in 10 years, uh, especially when the economy collapses. People aren't able to pay for advertising or pay for the things that they used to be able to pay for. The best thing that you can do is at least lean on, you know, who you are, the free platform that you have and the free resources that you can offer people like a YouTube channel, a LinkedIn um, account, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, I mean, everything. And so, so yeah, uh, for us to see something like LinkedIn as a great way to build relationships with people as a personal brand, uh, or even just as a human, I think is super important. And so, you know, it being the business world, obviously your content is going to cater to that. You know, you're going to be talking about business ideas. You're going to be talking about, you know, maybe health or fitness things that can be used in a corporate environment uh, or just how to's, um, what not to do in business. Um, and, and then it can be pinpointed down to, you know, what type of industry you're in. You can obviously become more catered to the industry that you're promoting through LinkedIn. But uh, the biggest thing is using that as a platform to create a copy of what you would normally say in a video or what you could essentially, uh, you know, put with a few pictures. The, the big thing that LinkedIn caters to is, is the copy is the, the written word. And so for us as creative people, um, or, you know, employees or employers being able to communicate via words, I think is important. And, you know, it's almost like when we take our, our text messages or our emails to our friends and our family on a daily basis, you know, how would we want to communicate certain things, you know, taking the time to really sit back and go, okay, how do I really want to communicate what I'm trying to say via a platform like LinkedIn? And I've seen some, some interesting things where random people I don't even know will contact me about, you know, hey, I want to call you and pitch you something or, um, or even friends that I have that, 
I haven't talked to in forever, but they see what I'm doing with a business and they reach out because they're either interested in it or they think they might be able to offer and add value to what I'm currently doing. Um, There's just so many things relationally that you can do, but a lot of like the first uh, business meetings that I had through uh, my, my most recent career shift in the past two or three years was through LinkedIn. Um, you know, something that I was, uh, advised to do, which was, Hey, hop on LinkedIn, basically connect with every single person you can. And then from there, you know, just start sending messages and, and just seeing how people are, how they're doing, if they like what they're doing, you know, and, and then start, you know, start the conversation. And so with that social wellness side, especially in business, uh, it's, it's become almost like second nature. I feel to communicate to people via a a social network like LinkedIn, because, you know, we, we're not cold calling people anymore. You're not sending letters. If you are, that's fine. It's just, you should be doing, you should diversify. (laughs) So if you're doing mailers and you're still advertising in, you know, uh, the newspaper, God, I hope not. Um, or if it's magazines or if it's, you know, the little pamphlets that you can distribute to your, your county or your city. Um, I don't think they still have yellow pages, but, uh, yeah, all that to be said, uh, I think it's hugely important for everyone to diversify their communicating and their relationship building by using a social network like LinkedIn for business. Um, you know, obviously these things can also apply to all the other social networks, but because it's LinkedIn, you know, I, I just encourage everyone as far as business goes to start building relationships and, you know, almost start pitching. Um, you're going to add value though. You know, you're going to, um, jab, 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 basically give as much free information away as you can help people make them feel better, encourage them, motivate them, all that good stuff. And then when you do have to, you know, write hook, when you do have to give an ask for, for, let's say, you know, you got to meet your quota at the end of the month or, you know, even for SoCal QOL, like we're constantly trying to sell life insurance or we're trying to, um, through our Amazon affiliate, uh, account, you know, we're trying to, uh, talk to you guys about products that we use and that we see add value to our own lives. <clears throat> so from that, you know, we're, we're asking for, for help financially that way, or just say, Hey, you know, if you could share this great, but, um, yeah, I think it's going to become the new norm. Like I said, especially when the economy goes down, when people can't pay, you know, the thousands, thousands of dollars to advertise, at least what they can do is lean in on their personal brands or the brand, um, reputation that they have on the social networks for their business. So, uh, but yeah, that's my two cents on LinkedIn. Um, let's yeah, let's hop to Twitter. Um, just cause it was, you know, kind of a, a bigger focus for the reason of this podcast, but Twitter's funny because I think out of all the social networks, I've had that one the longest and yet it's probably the one I've utilized the least, or I might understand the least. Um, the main reason why I was on Twitter in the very beginning was because of a company called Kogi Barbecue or Kogi BBQ, um, at Kogi BBQ. And that's K O J I or no K O G I K O G I. I'm sorry. K O G I BBQ, but they're a, a food truck. And when I was living in LA, the only way to really 
find their locations for the day other than going to their website, which we could have done. But sometimes they would change or something would get canceled. And so the the legit way to find out where they were and what time they were going to be at a certain location was to look at their Twitter account. So they would literally a couple hours before they would pretty much confirm that they were going to be there. And because sometimes there would be car troubles, um, you know, the weather would be bad or the traffic was horrible and they just couldn't get to the location they were trying to go to. So that's what we would use. It's just like, um, you know, it's like the, the new version of a page, you know, getting a pager number and like paging them and getting a response back or something. But, um, you know, or like they, you know, the reason why they created Twitter was essentially to pull from like AOL messenger, how you could literally post, you know, um, on your, on your account at your computer at home, you know, Oh, went out to go eat or going to the movies or, you know, doing homework, you know, leave a message kind of thing. And so it was like that, but on the mobile device, on the the device that you're taking with you. And you can basically say, Hey, I'm eating at this restaurant or at a business meeting or on my way to wherever. And so it was communicating, you know, what you were doing, but you could also still interact with people in real time. So anyways, uh, I, uh, I pretty much, um, you know, with, with it being Twitter and me, me not having anything to really say, uh, you know, we, we essentially as human beings, you know, we might take something like Twitter and if we knew it was supposed to be like AOL messenger, then we would start using it as AOL messenger. Well, for me, I ended up just, you know, I think I funneled like Facebook or Inst- I don't know if Instagram was even back then. I don't think it was, but you know, if, if, if my space could go through Twitter, I would do that. If, um, you know, if, um, uh, yeah, Facebook could obviously go through Twitter then I would do that, but it wasn't really like I was catering to that. Um, uh, so long story short is I never really used it. Um, so, so yeah, as, as that grew on me, um, even more recently, um, I essentially wanted to, to start understanding why people would use Twitter And honestly, like it just became like a retweet thing. It became like liking or, um, yeah, there's just a few other things that I would do that was just being in the conversation. So if there was a topic to think about or talk about, or there was, you know, um, yeah, who knows? It's just funny how, how it all worked out because I started realizing that I actually did have a lot of things to say in certain conversations, even if it was 140 characters. And now I think it's up to 280 or something. Um, but yeah, I just, it's a really great way to just pitch an idea, pitch a, pitch a question, update people on your, you know, your platform, your business, your, your brand, whatever it was. And essentially, uh, yeah. Um, you know, just take advantage of, of that instant access to people's conversation. So I'm still learning and I'm still getting used to the idea of, you know, replying to people, but you know, you're only seeing one dimension of the feed, you know, you're only seeing one, um, it's not like a main feed and then there's replies underneath the main photo or the main post. It's literally the photo or the post or the question or whatever, And then once you click in, then you're just going to see 
a reply and then you can look at that reply and see if there's any replies to that and this it's a very one-dimensional type of interaction so it's very one-on-one kind of conversation um but with that being said um i essentially i'm gonna keep trying to do that whole kind of conversing on twitter and essentially hopefully i can bring about value with just asking questions or replying or encouraging people or just adding value overall. So I'm excited to see where that ends up, you know, taking the SoCalQL brand, my personal brand, um, other businesses that I have and, but, you know, use it in a way that's, that's, that's still being, um, that's still being like human and still treating it like as if I was in person with people. I've actually realized that, um, that, uh, you know, even in person, I, I don't necessarily like go out of my way to start make having conversations with people, just random strangers, probably because we're in a new era where, you know, there's, there's more people or there's more fear involved in, in communicating with strangers. And, um, obviously there's horror stories, but when it comes to something like Twitter, you can literally hop on, look up a hashtag because you can only follow accounts. And then from those hashtags, you can essentially, um, you know, just hop in the conversation. And I, I'm, I'm excited about that because I actually feel like I need to be more involved in the, the virtual community. And so, um, yeah, so I, really just want to to treat it as if you know I was in person with that that individual or that group or that conversation and I feel like too many people see a subject see a comment see a uh, a type of uh, a discussion and they immediately assume that they know exactly what's what frame of reference they're using or the context that it's actually in. But like when I post something for SoCalQL, like of me doing push-ups or us demonstrating something, and then lo and behold, someone just comes back with, oh, why don't you try this, 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 and this? It's like, well, if you read the post, you would see that it actually says, you know, we're doing stuff that's simple, um, you know, it's simple, it's practical and it's doable for people of all ages, you know? So obviously I'm not going to tell someone to do a certain type of pushup that even I can barely do. And so, yeah, I, um, I'm having fun being able to sleight of hand kind of push them in a different direction. Like, Oh, well, you know, when we think about doing this activity or this workout or eating this way or having this diet, you know, we are thinking practical or, you know, I'm, I'm trying to give them more context before I say, you know, fuck you. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're an idiot, you know, not going immediately, um, on the defense. And so that's, especially with something like Twitter, I feel like it's, it's hard not to, to jump the gun and do that. Um, but obviously in person, you would be way laid back. You would probably not, you know, you would hear them out more. You would be slow to speak, but when it comes to the digital side, you know, we do kind of fumble and stumble. Um, so definitely be aware of that. But I think Twitter is a great place for us to essentially, yeah, to essentially be able to 
go ahead and and be be the type of person that we would be in person <laughs> be the type of person that we would be in person but you know but be slow to speak and and be able to communicate things that aren't necessarily to win the conversation it's more to like let's just let's just have a little debate if if not you know just talk and so just be aware of that when you do hop on there it's really easy to to be aggressive with certain topics but um it's also uh okay to overly communicate you know i've spent you know probably four or five different replies on a post that someone just said you're an idiot or you're you know you don't know what you're talking about. I disagree, you know, and I'll, I'll try to pull out the information from them, but in like the kindest way possible, almost like killing them with kindness. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, would love to hear if you guys have any Twitter ideas or m- different methods, um, that, that you guys have been using for something like Twitter because it's been around for so long. And, um, yeah. Uh, please do leave a comment uh, below if that does apply to you and what you uh, use Twitter for or would like to share. Um, but yeah, then something like Instagram, obviously you've got um, the social wellness side of being creative, showing a post of a picture because that's mainly what it's about. Um, but now obviously you can do videos. Now you can do, they have stories and I'm trying to think of anything else that I'm missing. You can go live, which is crazy. Um, that's a very interesting dynamic too. And we can talk about that as well. I mean, they do have that same option in Twitter, but I know it's probably used the least amount. Um, I know Twitter owns Periscope and Periscope's their functional live streaming platform. So with that being said, um, you know, uh, but when it comes to live streaming on something like Instagram, it's just that instant, like people are notified right away they're probably already on Instagram while you're doing the live feed and, you know, it's literally like on the top or, you know, like I said, it notifies your followers and, and then they can hop into the conversation. So, um, as far as the last time I used Twitter's live thing, I don't believe that they had that option. And if they did, I probably wasn't looking at my screen. I was, you know, holding it up, but with Instagram, it's, you know, it's the vertical and you're looking straight at you. Basically the reason why they created something like IGTV was to build a platform for video in vertical mode. Um, that's a whole other conversation. We don't have to get into that because that's less, uh, interactive, less social, but, um, but yeah, um, you know, Instagram to me has become a great platform to to build relationships with other entrepreneurs, other, you know, creators, other people that like the visual side of, of learning or or just, you know, because they're um, what is it uh, right brained, um, you know, the, the creative side is, is kind of how they communicate. So, yeah, I, I love Instagram for that, but it's also a great way to um it's also a great way to to be expressive in a way that you might not be able to on something like a LinkedIn or um, or a Twitter. And I don't think I don't think enough people take advantage of that. I don't think enough people are able to to just take a photo of them out and about and have the confidence that they would, would like to maybe have on a Twitter or a Facebook. And, um, 
I would say maybe Instagram and LinkedIn are kind of in the same realm because you're trying to be professional. Um, cause obviously a photo would need to be kind of look, it would need to look professional if you're comparing it to other posts on Instagram where it's just great filters or, or great editing, I should say, cause filters aren't necessarily the, the bread and butter of, of, of great photos, but it's definitely a start. And just to see how different things interact with your photo, um, almost like a preset, but then you still end up editing it later differently more specific to your brand or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I think Instagram, I think more people should use it as the, the normal everyday life stuff. And, uh, and so from that, when you do have the everyday life stuff, it doesn't have to be the best photo in the world. It can be simple. It can be sometimes out of focus if it's a, you know, has good content behind it or sorry, when I say good content, I mean, you know, the context of the photo, what, what story you're trying to tell. And you have enough characters in the description to say basically whatever you want. And I do like that, um, at times because there's some stories that you need to share that are going to be longer than a LinkedIn post, even, um, definitely a Twitter post. And then sometimes for Facebook, yeah, maybe it's, it's less personal and more and less geared towards like your family, but all, but more so for your, you know, future, uh, future, yeah, business partners or, um, other creators that you want to work with or, you know, a future audience, really future people that, that you might not even know yet, but you could end up communicating with. And I think it's probably the, the hub of most of where I think the followers of our podcast, our YouTube channel, you know, possibly our Facebook, our Twitter, and our LinkedIn are going to come from is through something like Instagram, because, you are able to visually express yourself and through photo and video. So, um, but yeah, I, I know Instagram's still uh, a work in progress, uh, even for our brand. And, you know, we're definitely going to try to take advantage of, of like, there's like a booking tab you can add now where you can literally like, you know, sign up to do a podcast with us or, um, yeah, there's just different things where you can get verified and you have different features there. Um, cause I know when you're verified, I believe you can basically connect to any link on your stories, um, part of your, your account. So just a lot of, uh, potential for any brand, I think. So, um, but yeah, last and not last and not least, um, yeah, let's just talk about Facebook really quick, uh, because I don't want this to go too much longer, but, um, you know, as far as like your personal side, um, about, you know, maybe it's even like your community building or, you know, building relationships with people that live around you. I feel like Facebook's like the, the cream of the crop. Um, you know, cause obviously you can build groups, you can have a page and you can have your personal page all in the same place. Um, you can run them all through your main account. And then from there, you know, link yourself to the community or to the business page. And it just kind of all coexists in that little world. And even like with something like Pinterest, like you can't even share Facebook posts through something like Pinterest, which is super annoying because sometimes I do want to promote something that I put on Facebook, even for my personal brand, but also SoCal QOL. And I can't do it because Facebook doesn't allow you to, they really don't want you to leave their platform ever. Um, whether it be watching live video, whether it be even using their messenger app, even though they have a third party 
app that you have to download to use their messenger app, which is so weird to me. But, um, you know, they really want to keep you in their ecosystem. And I will say that the portal thing that they have, their Facebook portal, looks super intriguing to me. Um, Gary V even said in a podcast with Joe Rogan, God, like four years ago or something, that he thinks Facebook should have a TV. And here, lo and behold, I mean, maybe he had some insider information, but lo and behold, even though everyone on the podcast told me he was an idiot, now they have a TV. I mean, it's not the same kind of TV that we were thinking, but it's a screen that you communicate and talk to. You you can literally like find recipes, but you can also chat with people. I mean, you can do these crazy interactive things and build those relationships with people via something that can track your movement while you're talking to them or if you're at the job or, you know, you're cooking or you're, you know, cleaning at your house, like all that stuff, which is just super crazy. So um, don't know if I'm going to get one of those anytime soon. But yeah, for Facebook, I feel like that's probably the best place to build your personal branding and your you know, building the core audience of your, your, um, yourself. And, you know, like I said, it can't overlap into your business. It can't overlap to like a community page, but for the most part, I feel like it's still for me, at least it's, it's definitely more of like family and friends, um, versus like something like YouTube where, you know, uh, I'm gonna try to cut that one short too. Um, and I won't go into Twitch, um, Cause that's more like how to build your social network versus, you know, communicating to, to your social, or I should say catering to your social wellness. Um, even though you can get a lot of stuff through Twitch, but last thing I'll say is Twitch or sorry, Twitch YouTube for, you know, building content visually in a documentary style, but that's edited down. So not no, not necessarily like a live streaming side where you're just, this is my life and this is me sitting and working for three hours or cooking or cleaning or whatever. Um, it's more so like, here's a presentation of who we are. And even like SoCalQOL, you know, we upload our podcast here, our personal podcast, like, sorry, when I say personal, I mean, you know, me to the camera for podcasts like this, which just me on a topic. But then we also have our interviews. We also have uh, product reviews. So it's literally like the best of both worlds when it comes to promoting your brand, maybe even selling a certain part of what you do, uh, showing how you build community, but also, you know, you know, hopefully one day, you know, making revenue off of AdSense. So um, all in all, uh, I think in, in to summarize the social wellness side of social networks, I think you really just need to know the the audience that you're catering to. Don't treat LinkedIn like YouTube. Don't treat YouTube like Twitter. Don't treat Facebook like Instagram, even though they're basically the same because they're owned by the same people. But um, you know, find out what you cater to um, naturally and what brand sounds the most like you, uh, either for yourself or for your business. And then from there, I think you should still, whatever brand you have on that main page, so you're at whatever's, like for us, we're at SoCalQOL everywhere. So that my suggestion would be, you know, if it's your name at whatever your name is, um, or your brand name, take that from the main place that you do it, check to make sure that all the other ones have that as well, um, that they're available. 
And then once you're ready, sign up for all of them. Even if you don't use all of them at one time, start diversifying because let's say that favorite, uh, that favorite social media platform that you start using goes down, you know, for whatever reason, the economy, the business goes belly up or, or you just have a bad reputation on there for some reason, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So when you diversify, at least if your handle's the same and you've at least tried to, uh, you know, feed each one a little bit, even though one of them might be more fed or have a better reputation overall, um, you're still going to be building community in every aspect of every social media platform. It's going to help you diversify your content. And, you know, maybe one day we'll do a a thing on that. But some of our social, um, our previous social wellness Saturday podcasts have talked about how to build your social network and, and how to take your streaming down to long form video, down to, you know, uh, product review videos or just smaller sample videos like five minutes. And then from there, you can whittle that down with subtitles as a post on LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever. Then you can whittle that down to 15 seconds or 20 seconds for your stories on Facebook and Instagram. So, um, yeah, so I hope this was informative. I hope that this kind of gave you um, something to think about when it comes to you, to how you build relationships, not only in real life, but in the social side. And, you know, I, I actually got mad at um, the UC Davis page that we use a lot of our wellness material from and how we've taken those eight types of wellness from that page because they're advertisement for the social wellness side of wellness was like was basically social media like talk boxes and i just thought i was like man that's so dumb like it's not social networking it's social wellness which has a lot more to do with people and relationships but um at the same time you know i didn't say that at least uh now i'm saying it right now i feel stupid but um all in all um you know, there is something to be said about your social networks and how you can build relationships through them. And so I encourage everyone to do that. Uh, Before I forget, please, 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 if you are listening to this on your podcast app or you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe and or review and share this material um, because, you know, we're, we're here to add value to you. And we feel like if you got anything from this, a quick share, even like on a text message to one person is amazing. Um, but yeah, if you could rate and review it on your podcast app, um, or like I said, subscribe, hit that notification bell on YouTube. We'd really greatly appreciate it, but, uh, I'm going to cut it now 35 minutes. Hopefully that was enough time to get you to and from work or whatever you're on a walk, walking the dog or getting some exercise. So we love y'all. We will see you later.